recording. Here we go. Here we go. Welcome to A Cup of a Celebrity with Melissa Nicole and myself, Lily. <laughs> so, um, here I go again, getting all like <laughs> choked up. She's shy, you guys. She's shy. You know, this is why I have house wide in my hands. Loosen up. So, a Cup of Celebrity, this is our podcast. We're starting a podcast um, to talk about all the celebrity gossip um, and just chit chat every week. <laughs> we just want to indulge in celebrity gossip in the lives of others. We do not live judgment free, worry free, and just be able to just indulge in this gossip and somehow relate it back to our own lives. Because I feel like with Everything that goes on in celebrities' lives, we can definitely take something from it and learn from it. So we just like to, like, understand celebrity. Like, celebrity is such, like, a lucrative world that we just want to understand it and understand where these celebrities are coming from because they're real people. But, like, obviously, like, we question all the things they do. We question how the industry works and the PR of it all. So, yeah, that's what we're doing here. Um, We're going to talk about, like, the latest news of the week and just take a deep dive into all the stories going on. Okay, who we are. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, do you want to talk about how this came to be? Okay, so currently I am just a uh, person who works in social media and marketing for a clinic, but I've always been into celebrity gossip. And when Melissa and I met each other in college, we could always talk about celebrities and it would just be a, how do I say this? I feel like I just love seeing, you know, I can gush about celebrity gossip and not be judged. And you just kind of have that connection. And then it's also the celebrities' lives are plastered everywhere and they're just there for your own judgment and entertainment, which I take in both. I judge and I also am very entertained by the celebrity gossip. <laughs> Oh, yeah, definitely. And, like, this is just something that we, like, completely bonded over in college. And it's it's something that we get back to today. Like, we're always constantly sending each other, like, all these news articles and TikToks and, like, whatever we see. We're like, oh, my God, did you see this? Did you see this? Did you hear about this? And, um, yeah, so why not just record it all and um, give to the world <laughs> as well? I'm like, oh my god, Melissa, she just gets me. Like, when Ariana Grande got engaged for the second time, like, who else would care as much as me, Melissa? <laughs> and I've always said, like, oh my god, we need to do this podcast. For years, we have said it, so we are finally putting it into fruition. Yes. So this week, well, I guess this is kind of like this week and last week's news um, that we're going to be going over for a little bit. This week's, I put this week's hot pour. I don't even know. <laughs> I made that up on the, on the whim. But, um, the top news right now is Bill Gates' divorce. So, they've been married for, oh my god, what is it, like 20-something years? Yes, over 25 years, because there was a tweet that he had wished her happy anniversary it's their 25th year and he's like I can't wait for 25 more years with you and I think it was on the the twitter handle was like poorly aged things <laughs> and I feel like that's why the stock market today has been going down because Bill Gates is so 
Okay, he's not like a huge, huge investor. He has he has Microsoft. Well, he's not CEO anymore, but I feel like with the news, it's like so worrying because Bill and Melinda both have this huge, gigantic foundation together called the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, where they donate so much to organizations. And it's just insane to me. I think their divorce had an effect on the stock market today. And it also kind of makes you wonder, like, you have been together for almost 30 years. You guys are in your late 50s, 60s. Like, why are you getting a divorce? That just begs right. the question. And I feel like it's because someone wants out for someone else. So it's like, it's Bill Gates. Oh, you think that there's, like, a triangle going on? I do think so because they are such a dynamic power couple and they are just so strong together. It just makes no sense for me as to why they would divorce because they are such a unit together. And I feel like, I, I don't know. I feel like at that age, it's like, why are you going to divorce? Yeah, I, honestly, yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. I'm like, why after like the empire that you've built, all of a sudden, it's just done. And okay, they had, apparently they don't have a prenup and they're going to be dividing estimated 130 billion dollars yeah i think that kind of money i feel like they wouldn't be affected by that kind of divorce because it's not like they're 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 regular people who are fighting over a hundred thousand dollars with this stuff no they already are billionaires and they the billions that they have and what they'll get from each other it doesn't seem like it would make that much of a difference to them I think when it comes to that kind of money, when it comes to the billionaire class, the money doesn't matter. I think, I think, I think the most significant change will be for the children. Even though I think there are grown adults, I think they're like around our age. It's still a shift, and I think money-wise, it doesn't make a difference because they're already billionaires. Yeah. So, I mean, we were, talking, we were talking about, like, a third person in their party. But let's talk about the third person interested in Chloe's relationship yet again. The first time when he cheated on her, she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then there was drama with, what's her name again? Jordan? Jordan Woods? Yeah, Jordan Woods, right? Yeah. Like, apparently they kissed or something. Mm-hmm. And then Chloe still went back to him. And then news comes out again that he cheated on her again. And it's like, I mean, everyone was kind of, like, not surprised. Like, the reaction that I'm seeing on social media, like, people are just like, Chloe, like, you gotta leave. I think that this is just so pathetic because when the Kardashians first came out, Chloe was my favorite. First of all, she's so strong. She's so fierce. She's so hilarious and she is always like really defensive about the ones that she loves like especially when scott was mistreating courtney like chloe hated him she's like i'll punch him in the face you know and so for me to see her be so intense like weak and just fragile when it comes to tristan it's definitely not the chloe that i grew up watching so i don't know why she took him back after Jordan Woods I don't know why she even took him back after she just um gave birth but you know what we don't understand her and I think that's the human side of even the Kardashians they have an empire they have millions and millions of dollars I can definitely spare her some compassion because I feel like growing 
into her fame. They ridiculed her as the ugly sister, as the quote quote fat sister. So I think her self esteem had definitely been shot. And I think Tristan, um, just superficially speaking, is the most attractive guy she's ever been with. And I think also she really is a family person. And I think she really wants to keep the family together, having true with her dad and at the end of the day she's human and if she loves him then we're just here to judge and be entertained (laughs) she love him does she (laughs) because i've even seen like i don't watch keeping up with the kardashians anymore but like um she always talks about how like she wants to have a family like a bigger family to add someone to her family and her and tristan were planning to have another kid but like she wanted to do it the not romantic way where she's going to get her egg and his sperm and put it together and then inject it into herself. Like, so it's like, it's such an off relationship, like now, like, and this news on top of it, like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I get where you're coming from. Cause like, we don't know like all the trauma she's been through just being in the spotlight. And she even put a, her statement out about, yeah, being the ugly sister and all that stuff and how the media has kind of, like, destroyed her in that way. But, oh, man, like, I, I, she always seemed like the person had, like, a little more sense from her sisters. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, love is blind, man. <laughs> yes, oh, my gosh. And speaking of Chloe, with her whole picture thing and her trying to, like, take down people who are spreading this photo, it, it's just, like... I understand the insecurity, but also at the same time, she makes millions every time she does a sponsored Instagram post. And I think there are screenshots of her doing, like, screenshots for, like, teas or just some kind of diet product. And even Kim has done before, like, some diet lollipop. So it's like, okay, you feel the pressure, but you're also putting that pressure back onto us, too, when you post these edited photos, the edited video, like, you, you are adding into the beast that you are a victim, quote, quote, of. Yeah, really. She creates it. She's a part of it. She's one of the le- leaders of this whole thing. Like, yeah, I think Tristan is also younger than her. So oh, yeah. I just never took her as someone who would be so smitten and deeply involved with someone younger than her. Because even in her... Her, I feel like her. She has a history of dating older men, so I think there's just something that comes from dating a really young guy who is in the NBA. And so, it seems like he's also chasing fame himself. That like mm-hmm. he chose to just continue to be with Chloe, even though he purposely mistreats her and cheats on her. It's that relationship. There's so much to um, take away from, and I think the. The biggest thing is, like, Chloe's insecurity is causing her to not be able to rise up from these situations. Yeah. Oh, man. I hope she just one day is just like, you know what? Fuck everything. <laughs> F everything. And, like, just, I don't know. Tristan's so, yeah, he's 30 years old, and he doesn't seem like he's trying to slow down. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, in a way, I can feel a little bit of compassion for her because it doesn't seem like she's really sweet. Like she loves love and she loves her family. And I even remember one time her Instagram about me, maybe it's still that I unfollowed her. 
But it, it said, I crave a love as deep as the ocean. So you can already tell, like, she's, like, a hopeless romantic. Yes. Even, like, on the show for the early years, she was portrayed as, like, really tough and aggressive. Like, that one time she, like, slapped Scott or something. So it's really crazy how she's changed. And dare I say devolved, because it seems like she's oh. becoming weaker. But I'm not... I'm not sure. Yeah, she's definitely letting the industry use her rather than her use the industry. I like that phrase. <laughs> now our next topic is not a friend, but an enemy of the Kardashians. Miss Taylor Swift. <laughs> Miss Taylor Swift re-released her fearless re-recordings. So the whole thing with Scooter buying her masters, she was going to re-record all of her albums and she re she re-recorded Fearless and the song that I liked the most was one that was pulled from the vault the vault I like the song Mr. Perfectly Fine which is about Joe Jonas actually and then his wife Sophia actually uh Instagram story saying like it's not not, not a bop, a bop. <laughs> I love that it's a bop yeah for sure I, I just want to say, I'm so glad she recorded it, re-recorded her album, and it sounds exactly the same. I was low-key, like, um, like, worried, because the same thing happened with JoJo. Do you remember JoJo, like, Leave Get Out, JoJo? Yeah. The same thing happened with her album, so she re-recorded her album, but she, like, obviously changed it because she grew, and she's a little more mature, and she changed... When she re-recorded it, she changed it up obviously and that like that bummed me out because I was like no like I miss the original ones like I love that sound and the re-recording of Fearless is like exactly how it was and I love it so much yes I agree I do notice that her voice has matured a lot but I she definitely kept in the same range and the tone and the pitches and stuff it's just that her voice is a little bit older and I still like it a lot I I was, like, re-listening to everything, and I was like, I can't wait for the Speak Now album, the Red album, the 1989 album. I was like, I hope she redoes the 1989 tour, because we missed out on that one. <laughs> <laughs> We're broke college students, but I hope she redoes it again. I know, that's one of my favorite albums. And then, um, yeah, Mr. Perfectly Fine, like, if you haven't heard it, please listen to it. It's, it's like... Um, Joe Jonas's wife said, like, it's not not a bop. Okay. And then last um, quick news. Um, this is actually from last week, which is Demi Lovato going off on a yogurt shop. Frozen yogurt shop. Where do I start with Demi? I love Demi from, like, the beginning. Um, and even when she, like, went through her dark days and, like, her first, um, was it her first documentary? I don't remember the name at the moment, but um, just her being so vulnerable and honest. And, like, I just, I stand Demi so much. But last week, she, like, went off on a yogurt shop in L.A. because they had guilt-free yogurt or something like that. Like, some saying that she wasn't a fan of, saying that it was triggering for her. And she was going off on the on the small business and, like, saying, like, not only that, but they were rude and all this stuff and 
I mean, she tried to retract it. She had a video afterwards saying, like, okay, like, she misspoke. And she understands that, like, other people have diabetes. And, like, they need that sugar-free yogurt mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I don't know. I feel like Demi's kind of going through something right now. I think Demi goes through something almost every time she's in the news. And I feel like, in a way, she kind of, like, backtracks to, like, I... I used to be a drug addict, like, I overdosed, feel bad for me, and it's like, okay, people do understand what you went through, but in this instance, like, people are not going to be kind to you, because you are you, you are misusing your power and influence and audience to go after a small business, which I'm so disappointed that her fans actually went to the Yelp page of that yogurt shop and oh God, wrote yeah. terrible reviews, and it's just like, oh my God, like, Sometimes the sword of social media goes through the wrong thing. And I think with Demi, it's like you want to like her and you can't because she's insanely talented. She's more talented than some of her peers that she grew up with because of her voice and her range and how strong her voice is. It's just disappointing that outside of her music street and her artistry, it's lacking something for you to like okay it's like when you see a celebrity they're very talented but they're also kind and giving it makes you like them even more and yeah. I feel like with Demi the most you can like and what you stop at is her talent like everyone knows she's talented but do we like her as a person I didn't wa- I didn't watch her um, Dancing with the Devil documentary her new one but like I watched um, I've watched a few TikToks about people talking about it and, like, um, I must have been on, like, hate Demi TikTok because a lot of them were pretty negative. Um, but a lot of people were saying, like, okay, like, her first documentary was, like, okay, yeah, we understand, like, this is where you're coming from. But her second one, it just seemed like she's now monetizing her addiction and her self-harm. And that's triggering for people. And one person I watched on TikTok said that she she said that she was surrounding herself with the wrong people and so she changed her whole team and the girl was breaking it down saying like she didn't like her people because they were they weren't yes people and she changed her team because she wanted people who were yes people for her that will let her do and what was it called the california oh god what did she call it demi loves california yeah i did watch demi's first documentary and I feel like it did bring a new light to her and it was like okay it's not that you pity her but you understand where she's coming from and also um she shows some sides of her that you wouldn't have expected like when she was talking about her like dating life and that she said that this girl was really hot and I was like okay like Usually, like, celebrities, like, when they come out, they kind of make it, like, a little bit big thing. But I feel like hers is just casual because, like, sexuality, it is casual. And her second one, now I haven't watched it, but part of me feels like she's milking it. It's like, yes, we know that you were a drug addict and that you almost died. Like, we also want to, like, move on and see your growth as well. And, like, her coming after the yogurt shop does not display any sign of growth it's just privilege and regression yeah okay so she says that she's california sober 
which means that like she's in recovery, but that also includes drinking alcohol and smoking in moderation, which, I mean, you're not supposed to be doing that, right? I mean, I don't know too much about rehabilitation, but I'm pretty sure you're supposed to be like cold turkey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which makes me sad because I like was a serious Demi Lovato stan. I love her so much. I love her talent. I always listen to her albums like, like when it comes out. So it's up this last one just because I'm just like, no, I, I think, I don't know. Yes, I really liked her album where the songs was like um, Daddy Issues, Ruin the Friendship. Mm-hmm. Yes, that one. That one. I was like, oh my god, these songs I listen to so much on repeat. And I was like, she's very uh, vulnerable in when it comes to her song lyrics. So it's like, okay, you there's so many avenues for you to like her. And then she always gets herself in trouble in bad publicity that you're like okay like do i really want to buy a concert ticket to see you now i'm conflicted yeah definitely so the topic of the week is kim and kanye's divorce which we cannot get enough of on the news but like i I, even though i could be like so over the kardashian news like i will still read it okay (laughs) So, um, yeah, what are your thoughts on Kimye? I cannot believe that they are divorcing, but I can also see it because in the past few years, Kanye has definitely been a little bit off the rails, way too outspoken. I think if I was Kim, I think what would have been the first strike is not that he was running for president, but that because he divulged their own very personal fact that Kim was debating having an abortion for their first child, North. And I think that's such a violation of privacy yeah. and trust. Well, it's like, why yeah. would you tell the whole world that? Like, I feel like that is something maybe Kim didn't even tell some of her siblings because it's so personal and it's just crazy to even think about because North is, you know, present. And I think that was just something he didn't think about too hard because I'm also thinking about North. It's like, do you really want to know that your parents almost aborted you? Like, what would that do for your self-esteem and the trauma? Mm -hmm. But I feel like Kim is such a smart woman and she seems very loving and sweet. So I feel like she was able to, you know, probably just, um, comfort north but in a way she also she shouldn't have done that because Kanye shouldn't have said that in the first place and I think in the beginning like them being together just made so much sense because he loves himself and he loves Kim as much as he loves himself and Kim loves people who loves her so it's like they were just like a great match match made in heaven it seemed I mean do you think a lot of it has to be with has to do with the show because that's what I was thinking, like, just, I know Kanye, like, never wanted to be on camera. He didn't want his kids on camera. And, like, he he wants to live a private life, you know? And then Kim's life is literally, like, to be public. That's how she gets her money. That's how she gets her fame. And um, I don't know. I feel like that could have possibly, like, just dwindled their relationship. Do you think it would be the TV show? 
I don't think it was the TV show because he already knew that she was famous when they first got together. And even when they first got together, Kanye was barely in the show. And throughout the, what, seven, eight years they've been together, like Kanye has never been a significant plot line or even a person we see often on the show. I think it's because they are becoming different now. I think in the beginning, like they were like years younger and I think they probably have the same mentality of like let's let's be bigger than what we are let's try to be a power couple but now it's like okay um we don't really know what's going on in Kanye's mind and Kim seems to be the kind of like the same person except she's a mom she's gonna be become a lawyer but she's still the same person as in she's still a businesswoman she has skims going on and Kanye, I think, I don't know. I feel like I've read that he has just been so spending so much time in Wyoming. And I think when you're a married couple, you should spend a lot of time together. And I think maybe something happened in the distance, like the the physical distance of them not being together. I think people get comfortable in whatever situation they're in and they get used to it. So maybe they got used to the distance. Wow. I never heard that perspective. I didn't think that. But, like, I mean, for Kanye, I know he's such a deep person and has such a deep mind, creative mind, that I'm like, I don't really quite understand, like, what happened in their relationship. Yeah, sources were saying that it has definitely a lot to do with his Twitter rants. And didn't he leak, like, Kylie's phone number? Or was that someone else that leaked it? Or Rob or something? But he was... <laughs> comparing himself to get out the movie and he said they wrote that movie for me but it's like okay (laughs) the guy did not know that the family was going to be like this and it's like you have known Kim way longer before you guys even officially got together it's like you knew that they are these people who became famous and they want to continue being famous so it's like I don't know what I have no idea. I really, they're, I don't know. I feel like they just grew apart from each other, to put it simply. Yeah, and I mean, that happens a lot, too. There was, like, this TikTok that I saw that supposedly that she's already, like, dating someone. Oh, and yeah. was, um, he's, like, a political commentator on CNN. He is also black. He, his name is, like, Van something. Do you know who oh, I'm talking yeah, about? I, I remember looking him up. But, I mean... Interviewed Kim before, too. Yeah, I mean, dating or not, like, I remember also reading, like, one article that, like, their relationship was just something, like, weighing so heavily on Kim that now that the divorce is, like, in full effect, like, now she kind of, like, can breathe easier and she's, like, just trying to enjoy life from, like, a close root source to them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, like, honestly, yeah, good for her. Like, she stuck through. And she never like, talked bad about um, Connie ever. Like, she's just so elegant and, like, poised. And uh, she's made for the limelight. Am I right? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) I think with her recent studies, and I'm sure they've had media training and PR sessions, that she is very aware of the words that she speaks. And also, I remember in an interview, I don't know if it was with Jennifer Lawrence was interviewing her in place of Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel. And... Kim said something along the lines of it's like 
I know that one day the kids of the parents I speak of, they're going to one day watch this, and I just don't want to say anything that I wouldn't want the kids to hear. Mm-hmm. I think, like, Jennifer Lawrence asked her, like, do you think OJ did it? And that that's when Kim was like, I just know their kids are going to watch this one day, so I'm not going to say anything. So it's going to be interesting to see how the kids are going to be with the parents. Like, is Kanye going to buy a house in L.A.? Is he going to stay in Wyoming? Like, how did that work? Because kids have to go to the same school for the whole year. Yeah. And too much traveling is just too much for a kid. Yeah. And they're doing, like, I think I remember reading that they, they, they're doing joint custody, so. Yeah, and I read her. Like, before that, Kim couldn't really get into contact with Kanye and that she would have to speak to him through his bodyguards. And I feel like that's such a Kanye thing to do. Not, not, Well, I think it is very petty because that's the mother of your children. You're four kids, and yeah. you're going to have a messenger in between, like, playing telephone, getting the messages on, misconstrued. It's... I don't know. I And I'm also really interested to hear how they are going to, like, settle their finances because Kim was on a podcast with Ashley Graham, the model, mm-hmm. and said that Kim, um, Kanye had gifted her, like, Disney stocks, Apple stocks, and also ownership. Oh, yeah, I remember that. So it's like, how, what is Yeezy going to become? Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I, th- I, I mean, I would imagine that it's not going to be, like, a crazy battle for... I don't know. I want to think that they're just very like cordial with each other, and I mean that's what I I perceive from them. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I feel like if if anything, it would be Kanye is the one that's the firecracker, and Kim is just the observer and just taking it all in because I think mm-hmm. she wants to. I think being a mom, she will do whatever the kids want and whatever is best for the kids. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. And now that she's studying law, oh my god, I wonder, yeah, like, would she that. like represent herself in the court or like? <laughs> and I wonder like who are they gonna be with after this? Because they are gonna be a divorce. They're probably no longer like romantically involved with each other. It's interesting because I saw this tweet saying that what if Kanye got with um, Azealia Banks? Like she's a wild one as well. So it's like two volcanoes coming together if they were to get together oh my god God, it's just so weird to i never even thought about who they end up with because you know we said like they just seem so perfect together and now it's like oh dang who are they gonna end up with i could definitely see kanye with some like crazy celebrity (laughs) (laughs) or like some just wild one and then kim i could definitely maybe see her settling down with someone who's a little more serious I agree I feel like she would settle for someone who's like reminiscent of her father because her her father is such like a family guy so I feel like she would want someone who's very into family and would take on that stepdad role seamlessly and perfect oh yeah all right so last thing on the agenda today last sips Mm mm-hmm we already talked about Chloe. We talked about Kim, and now we have Courtney Kardashian. Courtney. So it's just the last few sips of the tea. So I put in that we should talk about Courtney Kardashian's birthday because it was recently her birthday, and like 
um, late April. And it's just so interesting how she doesn't care to be a celebrity, but she is. And also she's dating Travis Barker, who is part of Blink-182. Mm-hmm. And it's just been so interesting to see how much she's changed and evolved, especially because she was so mistreated by Scott. And in the YouTube comments of the Kardashian clips, they, people want Scott and Courtney to get back together. I feel like, okay, in a fairy tale and a happy ending, that would make sense. But they are just not good for each other. And I think I kind of love seeing Scott in despair with Courtney <laughs> being with someone else. And Scott is problematic already. So I don't think Courtney should ever get back with him. Uh-uh, no. And I think Courtney knows that for sure. Like, she's definitely, I, she definitely wants Scott around for the kids. But, I mean, she is so, oh, my God, the PDA that her and Travis Barker have. <laughs> and, like, it's cute, though, because she just, she just looks so genuinely happy. And what I, say? What does she do? For her birthday, I was following it for a little bit now. I totally forgot, but we just wanted to wish Kourtney Kardashian a happy birthday because she is very honest and she's hilarious. And I feel like... I love her gluten-free, dairy-free, sugar-free lifestyle because I think Uh that's the ideal healthy lifestyle that I would pursue on the weekdays. And I just love how she's... She Also, like, one time she actually spoke in, in, in the White House. I think she spoke in Congress or the House of Representatives because she's very, like, anti-chemicals. Uh-huh. So, you know how there's so many chemicals in the plastic, especially when it comes to, like, baby toys and also makeup that we don't really think about? Mm-hmm. So, she um, was kind of, like, the spokesperson for this uh, lobbying group who wanted to push something forward to have less chemicals in, like, toys and food and makeup. Because compared to Europe, the U.S., we allow a lot more chemicals and um, byproducts into our products versus in Europe they're much more strict mm-hmm. oh, wow go Courtney yeah go Courtney <laughs> I, I just want to say I remember like listening to this one Twitter rant that was like we all need to um show Courtney love because she carried the whole show on her damn back like mm-hmm. she always like had she had to expose her relationship with Scott and all her drama, and like when it came to Chloe, she never wanted to share. When it came to Kim, she don't want to share her drama. But Courtney laid it all out there for the whole world to judge her, and yeah, she carried the show on her back, and we should be thankful. <laughs> yes, oh my gosh, I definitely saw that um, comment too on Twitter. It's like, oh my god, Scott's wildness, her giving birth, her getting pregnant three times. I think, I, like, Courtney has given us so much without us realizing it. We're like, we're taking her for granted, but we're not taking you for granted, queen. She's <laughs> so funny, and I feel like there's a lot to um, learn from her because there's a reason why she doesn't want to get married. It's because, like, her Chris and Robert Kardashian got a divorce, and I feel like that traumatized her. But in a way, I think that kind of, like, protected her because let's say she did get married to Scott. Like, that would have been an instant divorce either one month or one year down the line. So I feel like she's really smart in protecting herself, but also, like, she knows how to have fun as well. Hell yeah. Go, Courtney. Go, Courtney. (laughs) Sip, sip. 
<laughs> All right. So that was the last sip of tea that we have for this week. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, we finally filmed <laughs> this episode. Um, and more to come. Thank you for listening and thank you for sipping. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Bye.